Hey everyone. I what? I gotta say the way that Mike is posi- that Mike Michael's microphone is positioned. Oh, you-, <laughs> you gotta show a little <laughs> bit of the stem because ass is that does that looks no good. <laughs> Uh, that's a there great way. Go. That is a great way to start this show. That is a great way to start this show. <laughs> at some point, I'm gonna get fired if all this stuff goes on the internet. Like one of the professors in the department's yeah, gonna look no, at this and be we, like, "Oh no, no, God, what's this?" When kid we, doing? it's like oh. when we become like super famous one day. Like this is gonna get like leaked. And just, this, 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 maybe I'll, maybe we'll start with this. All right, hey everyone, welcome in. Fun Friday here on the Paul Farrington Show. <laughs> Paul Farrington joined alongside Robert Ziggy Ziegler, Michael Rotundo, and Jack Weinberger. Degenerate vets coming up later. Some NFL playoff talk, but let's uh, let's kick things off real quick with congratulating Jack on hitting his bet. Jack, you posted that you were taking IU over Purdue, both money line and spread. Sprinkle that money line, just a hint on the money line, and you won both. Congratulations, Jack! A uh, little bit of a sweat though, right? Oh yeah, and guys, once again, honor to be on with Robert Ziggy Ziegler, Paul Farrington, Michael Vincent Rotundo. Always a pleasure. And you guys, look, I'll start off by saying I only dish locks. I only dish locks. So all of our loyal followers out there, when you see a reel that I, I, uh, where I'm guaranteeing lock, you better hop on if you want to make money. Uh, but yes, it, it was a big time sweat at the end. I knew it was coming. Look, IU up by nine at half. It was looking good. Missed a lot of free throws. I knew Purdue was going to claw their way back. But IU did a great job of scathing them off, winning in the end. And, uh, yeah, look, my heart's still beating 100 miles an hour, but they got the job done, plus three and a half, and the money line cash. Nobody wins in Assembly Hall. Uh, and uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling Locks. good. Locks here on the Paul Farrington Show. You know, I've got to say, Paul, I know it's early in the show's history. I haven't had a lot of betting segments, but I'm already seeing a little bit of a trend. You know, I think Jack is a lot like John Stockton. Best point guard, because, you know, point guard distributes the ball, right? Passes it. Jack, elite passer. Gives locks, no turning over. Michael Rotundo, you know, he seems a lot to me like Russell Westbrook, but like the old current version of Russell Westbrook. You know, he puts in a lot of effort. He plays hard, but he misses his shots, turns the ball over, can't pass to save his life. Basically no IQ. Whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't lose two locks in a row. All right, let's get it. Let's get into it. You shouldn't lose a one lock in a row. That's why it's called a lock. It's not called a lock because you miss it sometimes. Some locks break, Ziggy. Some locks break. (laughs) All right, why don't we get right into some of the the listener questions here? You know, every Friday on our fun Fridays, we try and uh, get your voices heard. So, question one coming from Evan. He says, Guys, why would Stetson Bennett return to UGA? And this is actually a pretty topical question for for me, at least, because I listened to J Boy from the volume show today, talk about how Stetson Bennett should ride off into the sunset. He says, why would he come back? You're, you're basically a kid in Willy Wonka, in the Willy Wonka factory, and you're able to have whatever you want. He said, the statue's there, like, leave, get out, take your mountaintop, take your success. And to me, I completely disagree. I think Stetson Bennett, this is a guy who's worked his entire life to be the quarterback at Georgia. His entire life he's wanted to be there. He finally earned it, finally gets the national championship. Stetson Bennett's not going to the NFL, or if he is, he's not getting drafted. So why, why leave when you have the opportunity to play for the program you've always wanted to? It fits in with his character perfectly. He's a guy who doesn't give up. He keeps, he keeps playing. Um, it's not surprising to me. I think it's right for him to come back. Like This is everything that he's always wanted. Why leave? You're only able to play football for so many years. 
the people who are talking about Stetson Bennett riding into the sunset, I think most of them are actually just Georgia fans that don't want him to come back because they've got this delusional idea that, like, in a week, quarterbacks coming to the program next year, they're totally getting Arch Manning or Caleb Williams or something. It's crazy. You have a quarterback who led the SEC in yards per attempt, who I believe got 27 touchdowns to eight interceptions, who by all accounts played pretty well and got them a national championship. And you want him to leave? You say at the beginning of the year, Georgia wins a national championship. Georgia fans are assuming JT Daniels is heading to the draft and Stetson Bennett sitting, sticking around for another year, and they're happy. But just because it was Stetson Bennett, who still carries that label being a walk-on who helped them win, now they're mad that the quarterback who won the MVP in the freaking national championship game is returning? And why would he leave? He's in the top of the world right now. He's got a good, ch- a decent chance to win the SEC again next year. Maybe not great, but a better chance than usual. And he gets to play college football, which he loves. It's anyone who thought he was just going to leave for anything other than a better opportunity to play football, delusional. Another point here is think about Tom Brady. Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl with Tampa. What is he now, 44, 45 years old? It's easy to say, well, Tom should just ride off into the sunset, you know, take his statue in New England, take his potential statue in Tampa Bay, and call it a day. But Tom Brady loves the game. No one questions when he comes back because he loves playing. We all know that. Like, you're, you're guaranteed a certain amount of number of years being able to play the sport you love. You should do that. You should do that. Tom Brady certainly doesn't need any more money. He's simply playing right now because he can. So Stetson Bennett, it's your last chance to play. Yeah, keep playing. Well, and look, Paul, people have short – one more thing. People have short memories. Let's say Stetson Bennett comes back and Georgia wins like two or three games next year. Do you really think in like five years he's going to be remembered as the quarterback who had a crummy season? Or is he going to be remembered as the quarterback who won Georgia's first national championship in what, like almost 40 years? Yep, he is forever remembered as the national championship winner. He's got nothing to lose here. Let me say one thing real quick, then we'll end this uh, little subject here. All right, that's authoritative. Oh, he's got the dramatic sip. I'm worried. Now, Paul, you brought up the point with Tom Brady. Why isn't he right off into the sunset? Well, look, we know Stetson Bennett loves the game. Tom Brady loves the game. But the only difference between the two is Tom Brady's actually good at football. Yes, Stetson Bennett won and all, but it took a heroic fourth quarter effort. He was awful for the first three quarters of the game. It took his receivers Moss and the other receiver in the end zone for them to win the national title. And now that JT Daniels gone, he's the man, obviously. He won a national championship, but he's not NFL material. He, he would go late in the draft, if anything, only because he has a national title on his resume. And he won't pan out in the NFL. So ride one more year while you're relevant, and hopefully you can win a, a bowl game next year. He's the cream of the crop. I'd love to be Stetson Bennett at UGA right now. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. You, you get your statue. Enjoy it while you can. All right. This question is coming from David. David says, would you guys play 18 holes with OJ Simpson? <laughs> now, now I don't know if anyone else saw this, but after Antonio Brown's antics, after he left the game against the Jets, OJ actually tweeted out, inexcusable at Antonio Brown. <laughs> and, and he had a whole video to go <laughs> along with it. And I just thought to myself, if there's anyone in this world who has no right to say inexcusable at Antonio Brown, it is OJ Simpson. But with that said, I would play 18 with OJ. So I actually would. Now, hold on, hold on. Give me a second here. 
OJ Simpson is one of the most controversial athletes, really one of the most controversial figures in American culture over the past, what, 100 years, 200 years? Like, he really is someone who has been, I mean, debated about for a long time. Given that there's no reason for me to like OJ if we go and play golf, it's it's not like I have to go and be buddy-buddy with him, but he's such an interesting figure that playing 18 holes, I mean, I just, like, get an understanding of who who this guy is it would just be fascinating to play and be around that guy like i'm not i don't want to go out and have a beer with him afterwards but for 18 holes i yeah i like golf too oh yeah i mean paul look let's say you're golfing 18 holes with your simpson i mean that's a lot to talk about you can get a lot of information really you know you find <laughs> out who he is you might get a confession you really might get oh, a confession oj <laughs> what was going through your head oh uh, you know like is it true no, no, guys, guys, look, look. Here's why you can't play around a golf of OJ Simpson. It's too scary. He said it. The real killer is out there, and he's looking for OJ. OJ is scared to leave his house because at any point, the real killer could show up. And if you're a witness to that, the real killer finally getting revenge <laughs> on OJ, you're dead. I don't, I don't want to be around OJ. His life is in danger. There is a killer, a stone-cold killer working out there. and it, it could get him at any time. So there's no chance I'm playing you know, a game you know of golf. Ziggy, you know who Ziggy sounds like right now? Somebody who stinks at golf. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me tell you what I do with OJ. Let me tell you if I play golf with OJ. I would play nine holes at Twin Willows with OJ. 18's too much. I don't want to talk to the weirdo for too long. Nine holes, <laughs> shoot a bad score, leave. Don't even say goodbye. Just get in my car and drive away with like. My, I wouldn't even keep score. Well, you need to have bad. golf etiquette, Michael. You should really have some golf etiquette. Are there woods on that? Oh course? yeah, because you you guys would be you guys should talk about golf etiquette. You know what I you know what I would do first hole. OJ would be lining up for a putt, a little chip shot putt, and when is when the ball is on the way to the hole, I'd stick my foot out, stop the ball, and just look at OJ and go yeah, and see what he does. That's <laughs> when people tune off. I think that's how I think that's how you become the next victim, Jack. <laughs> Last time we see Jack. But but do you think like like really with OJ Simpson, can you play around a golf with them? I, I don't know. You could play around a golf with him. Like I think I'd play, I would have no I would have no desire to, you know, get to know him or anything like that too. Actually, I mean I guess if I don't want to know him, then why would I play with him? You probably need to Yeah, I guess I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't. If you have a foursome, it's you, OJ, and two others. I think that's totally fine. No, you know what? I'm sorry. No, no. Yeah, you're totally right. I don't want to golf with OJ Simpson. Yeah, right. Like, what are people talking about? Yeah, here? I don't. I don't want to golf with like, OJ. He's interesting. What? No, let me let me tell you a scenario where you would have to play with him. If you go with three of your friends, but you just need a fourth, you just need a fourth. No, I fuck you. This, this sounds like a have you. This sounds like a scene from Curb Your Enthusiasm, right? Like Larry David and a couple of his friends are going to play golf, and the only person who can complete their foursome is OJ. That would yeah. be funny. Well, I really, I've really won. Well, it's here. a joke. It's a joke. That's all that could possibly be is a joke because there's no way you take OJ on. You play with three. Yeah, yeah. I'm not just. I'll play by myself. Well, the question is, do we know if OJ's good at golf? I. I he spends all his time playing golf instead of looking for the real killer. So, yeah, I think he's pretty good at golf. Well, I suck, too. So if he sucks, better. All right. Why don't we, uh, <laughs> why don't, why don't we move off of OJ? We'll get in to our third question. This will, this will transition into some NFL talk from Carmen. Carmen says, hey, guys, after the wild card games, which teams do you think are going to the Super Bowl? 
Now, this is a team I've been riding all year in the AFC. Really, from the beginning, I've been on the Buffalo Bills bandwagon. No one circles the wagons. Like the Buffalo Bills. I think they go into Kansas City, get the job done again. Who wants to tackle Josh Allen? Freezing cold conditions. We're talking about big dude. Big dude running downhill. Uh, And the Bills have just been clicking lately. I I like what I've seen from them uh, to close out the season. They're rolling. I think they go into Arrowhead and get the win. And to me, if they were to lose this game, I think the Chiefs then go to the Super Bowl. Whoever wins this Chiefs-Bills is going to represent the AFC, in my opinion, in the Super Bowl. On the NFC side, look, I just can't take the Packers. I'm sorry. I can't, as a Viking fan, I truly, truly cannot take Green Bay. As good as they are, Aaron Rodgers is probably going to win MVP. Um, no, I won't do it. With that being said now, I don't think San Francisco can beat them. That means I go to the, the LA-Tampa Bay game. And I've been on LA, but guys, right now, I'm switching back to Tampa Bay. Uh, you can't pick against Tom Brady. I am concerned without Chris Godwin, without Antonio Brown. Big lack of weapons there. It's, an, it's, it's the biggest game of Matthew Stafford's career, and it's just another game for Tom Brady. It really is just another game. I think the pressure is going to get to Stafford. Uh, as talented as that Rams team is, I don't see them getting a win in Florida. Let me ask you a question. Please. You know what's really hard to do is go into Arrowhead and win a football game. Very hard. It's even harder to go in there and win again in the same season. I think Buffalo. You should know that. Very, yes. I think Buffalo. I think Buffalo's <laughs> a very. I think Buffalo's a very public dog, and the Chiefs roll them. So I think Chiefs go to Tennessee, and then in the in the NFC, I think the Bucks get the Rams back. I feel by them once they'll beat them, and it's hard not to take Green Bay. I'm taking Green Bay in a rematch over Tampa from last year. I think Green Bay goes to the bowl. I'm going with both one seeds. I'm going Green Bay and Tennessee to play in the Super Bowl. I think Tennessee beats Kansas City. Green Bay beats the Bucks. I just don't know if Tennessee's – I don't know. They feel like a team that had a great regular season, but conference championship to me seems to be about the limit for the, this team. Well, I have a futures bet on Tennessee winning the AFC. Oh, there we go. All right, so the truth comes yeah, out. I'm not worried about <laughs> Tennessee at all because they're not making it out of this round. Shut up, Ziggy. Look, look. Well, let me l- explain your argument. Explain your argument. Yeah, here's the argument. Um, Derrick Henry is an excellent football player. One of the best, if not the best running backs in the league. When he's healthy. The problem is Derrick Henry hasn't played football in like 11 weeks. And I don't care how many like alleged hits he's taking in practice or what his conditioning looks like. The Bengals defense is coming out with the sole goal for the first half of this game to just make Derrick Henry hurt. And I don't think he's going to be able to take it well. I think he's been off too long, and he's had basically no chance to get back and play. Compare that to Joey Burrow, right? Already one of the best quarterbacks in the league with really good skill position players. They can score on any drive, and this Titans pass defense has not been great this season. So if the Bengals can just put together a couple touchdowns on their first few drives, it's not clear to me that Derrick Henry is going to be able to handle the 35 or 40 carries a game we're used to seeing from him. If he can't do that, this Tennessee team, I think, falls apart. Do you like the Cincinnati Bengals? Our good friends and partners of the FanDuel Sportsbook. Not partners, not partners, not partners, not partners. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Future, future partners. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Our good friends Calm at down, the FanDuel Sportsbook right now list the Cincinnati Bengals at plus 550 to win the AFC. Do you like that, Ziggy? I like those odds. Um, I do not think the Bengals are the most likely team to win the AFC. 
But I think they've got a benefit here. I think Tennessee really is the best draw for them, right? Because the Bills and the Chiefs are going to duke it out. Only one of them can win. Ideally, I think the Chiefs win so the Bengals don't have to go into Buffalo. But, like, look, this Titans team, I think we can all agree, is not the best-looking team in the AFC. So an opportunity to play them now, I think, is the best thing the Bengals could ask for. And if they're playing the Chiefs, we know they can beat the Chiefs. If they're playing the Bills, you know, they've got a high-powered offense. They have a chance to keep up with Josh Allen. Because this Bills offense is still one-dimensional, whether we like it or not. So at plus 550, I do think, I think those are very good odds for the Bengals. And I know they played a close game against the Raiders. I know that's alarming. I know they've got injuries on the defensive line, which hurts. I know the offensive line isn't great. But when you've got a quarterback like Joe Burrow, anything can happen. I like so this you, team a lot. I like them to leave the AFC, and I think they get obliterated by the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Ziggy, obliterated. I'll, I'll say with the Titans and the Bengals, both those teams, sometimes I just go with my gut and with what I've been watching. Cincinnati, little young. They're, still, they're, they're a team that feels another one or two years away from having a serious Super Bowl run. Tennessee, if there's, look, if there's anyone who can come back from an injury, it's Derrick Henry. He's a kind of freak in nature like that that I don't want to bet against. But again, Tennessee feels like its conference championship is probably their potential. The other matchup, Kansas City and Buffalo, that, that feels like a heavyweight fight. That feels like two teams that can represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, possibly win the Super Bowl. That's why I'm sticking to that side of the bracket. Uh, but again, with Joe Burrow and the Bengals, my one concern, they're just young. Joe Burrow's got all the swagger in the world. They're just a young team. And, and at some point, that, that does begin to matter. All I've been hearing the past couple weeks is Bengals this, Bengals that, Joe Burrow's this, Joe Burrow's that. There's nothing more that I would like to see than Joe Burrow's get put on his fucking ass. You know why? <laughs> because that team just pisses me off. Now we're talking. This is me off. Why? Why? What's wrong? Let me explain. Eric Henry, aka the freight train, is gonna come down that hole, plow into the middle linebackers. Pause. What's he gonna do? Yeah, please. What's he gonna do? Plow into the linebackers. Yeah. I said No, no, no. Before that. The sense before that. What's he gonna do? He's gonna what in the what? Run through the large gap. That the old linemen are making. Okay, I thought you said he. I thought you said he was going to come through the no, hole. No, no, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, you, you did. <laughs> I did. Well, I did. I did. Burrow is going to get sacked nine times, and on the ninth sack, when the Titans are up thirty, so whoever sacks is going to look down and be like, "You know what, Joe? Take those stupid sunglasses off. Enough of that. You're a young kid. This is the big leagues. You're not winning in Tennessee. Break his get cigars. Break his cigars. Break Mike, his cigars. Michael, Michael, yeah. who are who is your Super Bowl pick? First of all, I have Packers Chiefs. But I'm picking the Packers to win. Why? Because I'm tired of seeing Tom Brady win Super Bowls. Like, I just need a changeup for once. And no one from the AFC realistically will win the Super Bowl, in my opinion. I think all the best teams are from the NFC, being the Bucks, Packers, Rams. Well, let me ask you guys this. Now, I know this is kind of off topic or not, but is there a world where the 49ers could beat the Packers in any yeah. way? Oh, yeah. I mean, they had Green Bay beat earlier this season. Yeah, but this is playoffs it. in Lambo. It, it's different. It's it's different. I think there's a world. I don't expect it to happen, but there's absolutely a world. That world's far, far away from us. I mean, the game that San Francisco plays is built for playoff football. It's it's ground and pound, clock management. Like that's how you that's how you beat Aaron Rodgers. And you gotta get the to it. You gotta like get the to Packers it. Packers just have so many players coming back from injury. Right, they've got so many guys who are really good who are probably going to come back. Jair's coming back, Bakhtari's coming back. Um, 
Zadarius Smith, it looks like he's going to be back. Um, but Ziggy, as you said with Derrick Henry, there's a little rust. you got to think there's yeah, a little rust. Yeah, but the rust. thing is, is, I agree there's a little rust. But when we're talking about three All-Pros, right, three guys who were probably favorites to be first-team All-Pros yeah. coming back, if they're like 80 or 90%, like the Packers aren't reliant on them. Right, that's my concern about Derrick Henry is just how much he's relied on. These guys are For all sure. just free money. There you go. You got a nice assortment of Super Bowl picks from the Paul Farrington Show. We'll wrap up our show here. We'll wrap up this fun Friday with one of our favorite segments, Degenerate Bets. Now, look, Ziggy and I, we'll dabble with gambling. We'll, we'll get into it a little bit. And I think for the most part, we both have come out in the black, right, Ziggy? We're positive gamblers. Yeah, last year was, last yeah. year was good for me. Last year yeah. was good for me. Uh, now, Michael and Jack are different animals so to say i mean these guys are are real degenerates like like these are the real degenerates here when when you think of your friend you say oh he's a degenerate well no no he's not my friends are the degenerates can i just say something i can add to my degeneracy sure let me add to my degeneracy so a couple podcasts ago remember how i talked about i bet darts in class the live under yeah real real scum of the earth kind of table tennis (laughs) So our friends Jack and David were over my house a couple weeks ago, about two weeks ago. And I was like, what do I bet? It was 12.30 a.m. I was bored. I live bet Australian cricket versus England. Didn't watch it. Woke up the next morning. Lost. Ended in a tie. I don't know how cricket scored, but it was fun. I didn't know cricket games could end in a tie, honestly. Neither did I, Ziggy. Neither (laughs) did I. But a bet had to be placed. Now, for this segment here, all we're gonna do, all we're gonna do is ask for one bet from Michael, one bet from Jack. We'll track them on, on the on the show so far. Jack is one to know Michael's zero and one. We'll mm-hmm. keep we'll keep tallies. Uh, Jack, why don't you lead off? What's your cap of the week? And this cap of the week, just for everyone to understand, Jack works for Sports Grid, um, Sirius XM, and every Friday, is it still going on, Jack? No, of course, college basketball. Okay, every Friday. Jack's pick is read out on air because Jack comes to some wacky conclusion for taking a team and that is then read out on a national broadcast. So this is Jack's cap of the week before, before even the national audience gets to hear it. Uh, yeah, so, I'm sorry, before Sports Grid fans get to hear it. So you're getting it live now. Uh, and actually, you should go check out the clip of Jack reading out his, his, uh, his cap on air. That was great. So Jack, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Your cap of the week. All right, guys. Uh, so the floor is on mine. And hey, guys, I first want to say, I'm still just so stunned by the fact. Are you kidding me? That Indiana was a dog in assembly hall? What? But anyway. Crazy. Um, it's crazy. Nuts. Um, so anyway, the lines aren't officially out yet. But we all know Ken Palm. Big time college basketball fans know Ken Palm. I know efficiency rating is that Ken Palm. He predicts scores on something called fan match. I've subscribed to it. And I've been following it the entire season. These are dead on accurate, dead on accurate. You know, his score predictions are to a T. Perhaps, um, perhaps a, uh, a time traveler, honestly, perhaps. He, he could be a time traveler. Um, so I'm just going through the scores right now. And his score projection for UCLA at Colorado, Saturday night, 73 to 67 in favor of UCLA. So the line will come out anywhere from Colorado plus six to plus seven at night against UCLA. And here's my cap, guys. Now, we just talked about a great movie I watched called Breaking Away, filmed in Bloomington on the campus of IU. 
how could I not take IU? And cha-ching, IU hits. And, you know, a, a couple of days ago, before I watched Breaking Away, I watched one of my all-time favorites, Jim Carrey, Jeff Daniels, Dumb and Dumber. And you know where that movie most of it takes place? Aspen! Aspen, Colorado! I mean, how can I not take the Buffaloes? Plus six, plus seven, a home dog to UCLA. Saturday night, keep an eye out. Give me Colorado. There it is. There it is. Jack's cap of the week. And pay attention to that. For everyone who's listening, pay attention to what the line comes out for for that Colorado game. And you'll understand why Jack is an expert at what he does. All right. He basically just told you the line before it even came out. Like this is this is a professional right here. To the degenerate now. Michael. Yes. Owen one. Now you gotta you gotta get things right. You gotta get to five hundred. Let's hear it. Listen, I know I'm Owen one, but there's something you have to know about me. I don't lose lock it a days twice in a row. Now with saying that, I don't have a Saturday pick because I don't look that far ahead. I have a Friday pick. Now, the game I'm looking at Friday is Wisconsin minus four. Hell yeah, baby. Hosting Michigan State. Now, why Wisconsin? You know, I'm 0-1 in the Paul Farrington show pick of the days, so I need a little luck. And what better luck is to have our host, Paul Farrington, of the Paul Farrington show, be at the Wisconsin game. Michael, I, a little luck. I like the way you're talking. Laying that points, minus four at home. Ooh, baby, he's going to be good when they win. All right, so Mike's job, Wisconsin. Yes, I will be at the game tomorrow night in Madison. Go Badgers, take down Tom Izzo and Michigan State. Ziggy, you looked very upset, very upset during that pick from Michael. Is there a particular there's reason? Only, there's only one Wisconsin sport I will bet on, and that is Wisconsin's women's volleyball. Other than that, <laughs> no interest. I'm not taking any action on them. And you know what? I'm going to say it right now. Ziggy's lock of the month. Whoa. I don't pick very often. Oh, we have a Whoa. month. Whoa. Oh, a month. Whatever the opposite of Mike said. Oh. Like you got Wisconsin, no chance. I am a hard fading Mike right now. Wow. No chance. Last time, he posted the West Virginia bet. I said no chance. Listen to Ziggy for gambling advice. And surprise, surprise, Ziggy was right. Wow, I like where this is going. I'm picking it again. Mm-hmm. Oh, so how no chance. Little, uh... How about a little in-show live wager here between Ziggy and Mike? Another punishment on the line, maybe, for the loser? Another punishment on the line? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Well, Ziggy, are you going to put money down on this game is the question. A couple days ago, Mike, we are sitting in your basement, and you know, Ziggy is doing what you pretty much suggested to do. Mike was having a pretty rough day, and he looks at me and goes, you know Oof. what? I'm just going to myself. myself. I'm just going to save myself. So, so Ziggy is doing what Michael suggested to do. But uh, I probably have to side with Mike. I'd probably lay with Wisco at home in Madison if I had to make this a bet on this game. Um, Lean the same Paul's way, Jack. Well, you know, Paul's going to be there. How can you, how can you go with Michigan State? Paul's, you know? listen, Paul's Wait, still up. Paul's what's, still the, up. Sp- what's the spread for this game, Mike? What's the spread for this game? Minus four. I'll take Michigan State $20 with you right now. Oh, my gosh. 20 bucks? All right. right. All right, a live shake. A live shake. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Twenty on the money line. Twenty on what? What no, are you talking? No, on the spread. On the spread. spread, spread, spread you're spread, saying you like spread. Wisconsin minus four? Yeah, I'll take Wisconsin minus four. I'm saying I like Michigan State plus four. I'm fading Mike right now. All right, <laughs> a, that's a live fade. It's a live fade. Yeah, right there. live fade. The, the like Venmo, the Venmo fade. transaction. Whoever it's going to is getting posted on our story. Yes. I'm going to be gloating pretty hard. Maybe we, we can find out. We have receipts. We have receipts. I would be on Michael's side here. I think. 
I'd lean Michael as well. I'd, I'd lay off the game, but I'd lean Michael's side too. Well, well maybe yeah. we check in with Fade God. Yeah, we'll check yeah. in with Fade God. We'll check in with Fade God. <laughs> All right, I think that's a perfect wrap. Uh, we'll take a look over the weekend. You'll know tomorrow night whether or not Ziggy or Michael wins his bet. Hopefully Jack and the Colorado Buffaloes, they could come out with a, a big win for them. But yeah, that's that's your fun Friday right here. And next week, perhaps a guest. Perhaps a guest. I don't want to guarantee anything, but just know some things are in the works. Make sure to follow the show, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, at Paul Farrington Show. We got a lot of good content coming out. A lot of good content and more on the way. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you Monday on the Paul Farrington Show. Ciao.